Good morning, everybody. You are back listening to another incredible episode of Red, White, and Brown with Daisies.Live. And we have all three of us today, Shreya, Mira, and Michael, to review some fun movies, some fun series, and some not-so-fun movies and series. So for you today, we are going to cover Saas Bahu Achar Private Limited, which I believe is a TV and web series that was out on Z5. And then we're also going to do... because. Kuda Hafiz Chapter 2, which was in theaters, and Mira got a chance to enjoy it full screen, of course. And then lastly, Modern Love Hyderabad, which was out on Prime. So let's go ahead and get started with Saas Bahu Achar Private Limited. Mira, do you want to give them a treetop overview? What was it about? Well, Saas Bahu Achar Private Limited, well, the title is a smart, saleable enough hook to get you right away. It's the name of a company that this woman and her mother-in-law really found because Saas in Hindi means mother-in-law and Bahu means daughter-in-law. So daughter-in-law, mother-in-law, Achar is pickles. So what they do is they make pickles, homemade pickles, and they go uh, into buses uh, on, on the highway and start selling those pickles in buses to make a living. Because what happens is after years of being married to the guy and having two kids, the guy falls out of love with her and falls in love with another woman and has a kid with another woman. And it's nothing like you've seen in, uh, you know, normal serials or, or Bollywood, you know, stereotypical tropes where, you know, I've fallen out of love with you, so let's hate each other or, you know, let's have a very acrimonious thing. And the other woman's this typical evil stepmother, nothing of that sort. I have not seen um, there, there isn't any melodrama here at all. The melodrama is somewhere else. The melodrama is this woman trying to settle herself into a new life, trying to sell a product and trying to earn a living which would allow her to get custody of her children. And literally this is her story and how her mother-in-law, who is now her ex-mother-in-law, is trying to help her set up a business so that she can get going and you know have her kids with her at the same time where the other woman who's now married to her husband is literally the sweetest ever she's actually supporting the, the uh, she's actually supporting the family so uh, i mean it is literally told with so much humor that um absolutely loved watching it um the the there, there is uh there is the intention of the entire story is to tell you something that is very different. Like when you watch um, the show, you actually feel as if you're watching people that are your know, next door neighbors, really relatable people. Um, the protagonist, the, the woman is a woman called Suman and that's Amrita Subash and she is just amazing, amazing, amazing in the show. Her acting skills are so amazing, but she is grossly underused throughout the show. I wish she, they, they had given her a bigger canvas. And then I have to tell you that Anup Soni, the guy who plays the man, the husband, Again, he doesn't have so many scenes at all. We did interview him, guys, in his interviews up on our social and on our website. Do watch it as well. And his skills are also grossly underused in the show. However, there is this entire humor, subtlety with which this entire story is told of how she struggles to literally learn the ropes while people 
Uh, people make not only fun of her, but actually she learns by, by making mistakes. She trusts the wrong people. Um, she, she learns by, uh, by, by seeing other people do stuff. She actually learns by, by falling. And that entire process of her becoming an entrepreneur is actually pretty um, interesting. Well, to kind of uh, to kind of wrap things too, you know, like one thing that I really you know took away from this is that like it, it really showed how like things such as like you know big divorce and kind of being left on your own when you may not be equipped with the tools to you know be able to provide for two kids and live a very sustainable life. Like this showed that like it's not necessarily the end of the world, and that like anyone can be able to pick up from you know an event like this and be able to make something out of themselves because when you hear that like someone gets divorced they're illiterate and they um are trying to raise two kids like you're just like there's no way that anyone's going to do this but you see that there are people that care for this woman and uh, there are people that want to see her succeed and there are people that are support her and you know through that and through her you know kind of supporting herself and you know seeing that in herself i think that this really did show that if you're in a situation like this you know when, when life really gets tough it's possible to pick back up. And we were just telling you about Sas Bahu Achar Private Limited on Z5, but we didn't get to finish. So let's talk about the technical aspects of the show. What did you guys think about cinematography, about lighting, about settings, about actors, like the script? What did you think of everything else? Well, I thought the writing was actually pretty pretty nice. I, I like the way this was, wasn't, this movie wasn't, uh, this show, sorry, wasn't uh, about liberation. It was, uh, it was about a woman finding off her own. It was about choices people make and how one person's choices affects the life of another person. But uh, it was also about courage. It was about um, of, of, of a moment um, and how one one's choices trigger the choices of another person it can trigger trigger the life of another person. But um, the writing really shapes an entire world of these people. Um, the father really gives his fatherhood a fair chance, but while doing that, uh, while while he's doing he's doing justice as a father, uh, the mother who's a homemaker is not much much literate. She cannot give her role much of a chance. So she she kind of feels she fails as a mother because she's not literate enough. And all she's been told while you know when she was married off was. Here's a guy, he's gonna take care of you, get married. And all she did while married to the guy was take care of the guy so that he provides for her. So now that he doesn't, she doesn't have a guy anymore and the guy's fallen in, fallen out of love uh, uh, with her, she just doesn't know what to do with her life. She's rudderless and she doesn't know how to get her children back whom she absolutely loves. And then she has a very supporting um, um, mother-in-law, but they all don't know what to make of their lives. So, so, so they're completely directionless. And she's just trying to find direction. Uh, the conflict here is that the father having fallen in love with his wife is, is actually married to a really nice woman too. So she's not your evil stepmother. She's actually really nice and understanding and she comes across, you know, her character arc is written really well and she comes across as somebody, she feels guilty about taking another woman's space. So I, I really like the way her character arc's been written as well. So writing is really strong. The humor is very well done. I think the screenplay written by Swandi Breswas, Abhishek Srivastava, Manan Madan, 
is really good. The narrative they built, they've really broken stereotyping tropes of how such a complex relationship in a small town can happen in a stereotypical Indian family, how such relationships normally happen on Indian television. Um, that trope is really broken here. So, um, uh, so re really well done. Some of the characters are really well written as well, like this neighbor that uh, Sunan has who cheats on her, takes her samples, telling her that he's taken taking her pickle samples and taking 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 those samples uh, to big um, multinational corporates. But what he's really doing is taking those samples and selling them in buses as his own and making the money and keeping it. So and then she comes to know once she's riding a bus and she realizes he's actually selling her products in the buses. So what she does is she gets on the buses and tries selling her products. So she really doesn't know how to do it. And then she realizes when somebody else comes in, you know, bottles the product and leaves that sample with a number on it. And she realizes, oh, I got to market myself like that too. So the, her entire process of marketing herself is an entire, you know, revelation is a process for her entrepreneurship to happen as well. And she gives up a lot of times. She's, you know, she's, she's this character. Her character arc is written very well. So I thought the writing was the strongest of this entire show um, and uh, very well written although some actors could have had a bigger arc here they didn't get to shine and Anup Soni perhaps one of the stronger actors in this entire show did not get time and space to really prove uh, his level but he's there and um, mostly you know, the actors carried the show and the writing being really superb um, one time really good binge watch streaming on Z5 take, take a look there Yep, so Good Enough Chapter 2 is picking up at the end of where the first movie was at. And here we have Samir and his wife. They're trying to essentially live their life. If you watch the first one, you know that uh, that there was a lot going on that essentially Samir had to come in and save the day. And now he's trying to live a normal life with his wife. And they adopted a daughter named Nandini. However, all is not good as Nandini is actually kidnapped and Samir has to essentially walk away. He tells his wife that he's not coming back until he punishes everyone who's responsible uh, for his daughter's kidnapping. So, you know, right away, whenever I was watching this film, I was getting the idea that this is the Bollywood John Wood franchise. You know, what I really liked about uh, this movie as a whole is like the way it was able to capture great thriller moments. So, you know, you could really tell that the team that was on this movie had experience with really kind of, I would say, slow cooking the suspense all the way until you get to a very, very explosive, um, you know, either fight scene, action scene, or whatever it may be. And they're able to do that multiple times throughout the film very, very, very well. Um, I also, you know, like I said, I, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Uh, I really think that this is kind of, you know, developing a, a character for himself. Uh, all, I really liked it. think that if you can see it in theaters, that you will definitely benefit from it because watching this in the theaters as well with the surround sound going on, you know, whenever you're in those intense moments, you're definitely, you know, in the moment, in the suspense, you know, with um, the character. So overall, I really, really liked it. Um, don't know if M or Shreya have any secondary yeah. thoughts. Absolutely. So I think we, if you guys haven't read the review, be sure to go to daisies.live to read it because we actually gave it a 9 out of 10 stars. And that's because this story definitely deserved it. Exactly as Michael had said, we are following the story again of Samir and Nar Nargis. Do I say Nargis or Nike? Like the S is, is the S pronounced? Nargis. Nargis. Okay, perfect. 
So they adopted this little daughter Nandini and the people that actually kidnap her end up being like their landlady's son or something like that. So she has like these landlady, they have a landlady and her goons come up and pick up this, their daughter and then one of their kid after they're coming back from school. And the incredibly sad part is the kid later dies because she's brutally raped and then murdered, of course. And unable to completely deal with the loss of their daughter who has, you know, just come to be the, I guess you could say like the glue that's holding this couple together after the brutal effects of the first movie, they're starting to get over their trauma. These new parents are starting to finally find hope. She's gone. The wife leaves, Nargis just leaves because she's like, I can't handle anything bad. I can't handle anything more going on in my life. I just cannot do this. And tell Samir that she will not come back until he punishes every single person who's responsible for his daughter's death. And this unfortunately comes out because it turns out that in the first movie, if you guys didn't watch it, no one exposes some flesh traders, which flesh traders, by the way, is the sexual trafficking exploitation circle that's happening um, in like the parts of the movie. And based off of that, Nargi, Nargis and Samir are kind of like facing the after effects of it. Basically, they're left to clean up after that mess of Noman. And, you know, just when they like start to feel hope, like something else completely guts them. With that being said, I think the emotions are so high because the script is so deep and the actors were phenomenal. Like it takes a whole different level to portray grief and portray it so well. Um, and I would, I want to say like, I, I personally think that the actors were what sold the movie more than anything. Like they already had a phenomenal script to work off of, but they were just so gifted in presenting their story with layers and layers and layers of PTSD. It was beautiful. What did you think, Em? So, I have to say this. Um, uh, Vidyat Jambal is the biggest action hero of Bollywood today. You have to give it to the guy, Big Bo. And this movie, I swear to God, no one was expecting this to be. I went and watched to watch it as like, okay, I'm not expecting anything from this one. I watched the Hakud, I watched Hero Panthi, and those were supposed to be big action movies. I'm not really expecting anything because I remember watching uh, 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 Khuda Hakud one, and that had released on um, Hotstar. I remember in the middle of pandemic. So I was like, okay, that was great. He went around killing people, great. And it had great action sequences. He's a great action hero. But this surpassed every damn uh, standard that I had in my head. And I'll tell you why. Number one, the action sequences, the choreography of the action sequences, phenomenal. I did not expect it. The cinematography, the 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 this, the, the entire choreography of the some of the sequences was so out of the out of the park. Uh, this this entire rain sequence, um, action sequence uh, shot in the rain. I swear to God, I haven't watched a better action sequence in my entire life. It is so well designed. That entire set design. It is beautifully done. So that's one. Secondly, the actors chosen uh, to do the various parts. There's this uh, new villain called Danish Khan, who's this baddie inside the prison. He's a bad one. Shiva Jada as this, she's almost Shakespearean bad. She is so bad 
that you feel like going down to her and say, lady, where have you been? Where is this bad thing from you coming from? Where, which fountain have you had all this venom from that you're oozing it out and screaming with? She is the core of the movie and she spews it out so well. And this entire chemistry that she creates of everything evil around her on screen is just phenomenal. Um, with your jumbo, I don't know if he's really 10 on 10 on the on the on the emotional sequences but action sequences nobody can beat him when he punches he punches I have not seen anybody punch as well as with the channel does on screen he is phenomenal just phenomenal so so the, so the shots are so good it is just technically one of the best movies that I have seen I was not expecting it now it there, there are sequences shot in Lucknow so you know the back alleys of Lucknow that are so well shot that uh you know they're mind-blowingly well shot you have to some sort of sort of some of the scenes or you know you have to you have to watch it to believe some of the scenes and you know obviously you'll have to go to, to michael you can in middle missouri probably won't be able to do it but when it hits a streamer you have to watch those sequences of, you know those are those those scenes are are cinematic excellence uh, then i have to tell you the music the choreography the way the music is enmeshed with the action sequences uh the music of this movie is just another next level. I, the music of the first movie, the first um, uh, Kuda Hafiz 1, was, gave us some really good tunes. Kuda Hafiz 2 music is phenomenal. Some of the music is so well enmeshed, so well put together with the sequences, with the story, that it hits you at a very different uh, face altogether it's a very different base to hit you uh, it hits you emotionally and it twists you inside some of the songs twist you inside you just it just feeds your soul it is really really well done the director of photography is a guy called Jason Harmeet Singh and sometimes you feel that this guy's shooting two different movies because uh, there is this India that he shot, and then right after he, uh, they follow the bad bad guys to Egypt, and then it takes you to Giza, and she shoots the desert in Giza, and that's just a totally different terrain, and whoa, it just takes off. So, I uh, just did not expect this movie to be this good, but if you are a Vidya Jamba fan, if you like action movies, you like, well, action sequences fast-paced um there is meat here there is a story it's not stupid there is a reason why things are happening there's a pace to it the music is good um so if there is an action movie that has been made in 2022 that has all the elements of a blockbuster this is the one and that's my word
And with that, we're gonna do something a little different and switch over to Modern Love Hyderabad on Prime. Michael, what was it about? Yeah, so for those of you that are familiar with the Modern Love franchise, if you will, we have Modern Love Mumbai, which we have covered and highly recommend watching that review as well if you haven't. Uh, but these are all kind of spinning off of the original, you know, New York Modern Love um, that starred a bunch of staple actors. But Modern Love uh, Hyderabad is very similar. We have six episodes here where in each episode we explore kind of a different, unique story of a different love development. Um, and we have a bunch of different characters throughout them as well. And, you know, just like with the other ones, what I really love about this kind of a series is that we get to explore like different characters and the different like uniqueness or different like choices they have to make that are relative to their lives. Because often like when we think of our own love lives or we think about, you know, kind of what we see, um, we kind of have it like set in our head, like what you need to do in order to, you know, make something like this work in your life. But if you're a stand-up comedian or you're a CEO running a company, which are two characters that were in a couple of our episodes, you see that like a lot of these things are different and that the choices you make um, in those situations, given where you are at the moment, could be vastly different, or you know what you're going through may be vastly different than what you, know, you may think a lot of people do. So you know, for that, like I, I love like the basis of this show and what it does. Now I will say that like, and I think Shreya will definitely agree with me on this, is that a lot of this was pretty predictable, and unlike other TV shows or movies where we watch, where we know, like one that comes to mind is. Uh, is Mr. Malcolm's List. Like, that was a movie in which was predictable. They were able to do it in a way where I was still like enjoying it. And I still had like reasons to watch, even though I knew what was going to happen at the end. A lot of times in these episodes, like you'd get, you know, 10 minutes in and kind of see where it was heading. And there really wasn't that drive to keep watching all the way through. And then whenever it did get to the end, whenever it did get to the moment that you guessed right from the very beginning, it was just like, I, like, kind of saw this coming all along. Like, there really wasn't anything more interesting now that I actually know what the ending is. Um, so, in terms of my thoughts, like, like I said, I love the basis of this series. Like, I always find it really interesting to watch these like individual, uh, like, these individual portraits of people's lives. But this one was like I said, pretty predictable. I think I like Modern Love Mumbai better, so highly recommend going to watch that. Haven't, um, but yeah, overall, those are my thoughts. Shreya, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with everything Michael had said. So in Modern Love Hyderabad, we kind of follow these love stories, but I want to say that they're not love stories in the traditional way that like romance love is. It, you kind of look at the story between like a mother and a daughter who fall out because they are both Muslims, but you know, she has decided to marry a Shia man as, um, and they're like Sunni Muslims. So she leaves home and she's like, it doesn't matter to me as long as he's like part of my religion, what, 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 um, sector he belongs to. And so they break up over that and then they meet again in a couple years and they're starting to work through their differences and it's like familial love. Another one is about like a CEO who grows up out of an orphanage and he tries to understand his grandmother's backstory of why she was forced to leave him in the orphanage in the first place. And it's love in like all of these little spaces that you naturally just don't, you know, you don't get to explore. Like you don't think of love in those places when you say love story, you're like, oh, it's automatic like romance. Um, but it, it's not like that. It's it's like these little slice of life stories, and I want to say that they they were very adorable. They're very cute. They really tugged on your heartstrings. But exactly what Michael said, like a majority of the time, they're either incredibly predictable 
Or there's just like so many pieces to this story that you don't understand where it's heading. For example, when we were watching the story about the CEO who, you know, he's like owner of a company and he's like giving a motivational speech to his employees. And then after a while he talks about, um, he like goes to an orphanage to distribute gifts. And it turns out that he, it's the orphanage that he actually grew up in. And then we all of a sudden shift the story of his grandmother. And at first you don't understand where the link even is. But then as the story keeps going, you understand, you're like, okay, so his grandmother was forced to leave the grandson at the orphanage. And then you try to figure out why. And then everything beyond that point becomes predictable. It's like either you constantly know what's going to happen or you're confused and putting the little pieces together. That being said, I think that's like a problem that anthologies just have in general because they have such little time to tell such an elaborate story. They either have to take such a small sector where like the story is just so immediately available and like you can pick it up really quickly or it's so small that there's not enough detail for you to understand the situation. I, I think that's just the nature of the work. Now, when it comes down to like cinematography, angling, switching between the stories, I think the theme was great. The theme was really beautiful and it showed slice of life stories where love isn't just all about romance. It's not about attraction. Uh, it, it talks about it in all these little tiny places. And I thought that was an incredible way to weave all the stories together. I also, I also really like the actors, but I will say I like the actors in some episodes and I didn't like the actors in others. Like my unlikely pandemic partner, where we're again talking about the mother-daughter Muslim duo, they were incredible. They were phenomenal. Like starring, um, I think it was starring Ravithi and Nitya Menon, if I'm not wrong. And these like minute facial expressions that they have going on. There's just so much emotion behind like their eyes and, and like the quivering of their lips and it, it's beautiful. But then again, I get to fuzzy purple and full of thorns and I'm like, mm, okay, maybe not, maybe not you. So I will say the actors and the acting was a hit or miss based on how much I liked the story. Um, typically I think I want to say that the acting was more likely based off of a weak script rather than the range of the actors themselves. When it comes to locations and settings, I think the varied locations of all of them is so beautiful. I'm glad that they weren't all set in the same place. Like one was during the COVID pandemic, one is like in the little classroom, one is in an orphanage, as you mentioned. Like they're all, all these little places, like in Finding Your Penguin, I think where um, that the, I think they're like talking about like, they're literally out in the woods and they're kind of like having a little laugh fit moment. I thought that was really cute. Locations were stunning. Um, I actually thought that everybody was was quite good looking um, for who they were portraying and I thought the actors were also well like I can't complain about any lightings I can't complain about any camera angling I can't complain about most things typically like even editing wise I thought it was okay but there wasn't anything crazy going on with we don't see big action scenes we don't see big romance scenes we don't see big drama scenes it's all like the tiniest bit of life and you just get to see like somebody just living like every day and it's, it's supposed to be relatable moments which i appreciated so well, a lot of times with, too a lot of times too these are untold stories like what i really like yeah. about the the sunni and the shia muslim episode is that like this is probably you know a conflict that a lot of people do face whenever they are you know starting the next chapter of their lives and that kind of family drama that occurs or in the arguments and then you know, as you said, like the minute expressions that were going on, like if you're watching that, it looks like very real expressions of like, uh, like mother daughter, just like not agreeing on anything. 
And the fact that like they're telling these like stories, like it, it does make you like kind of reshift your thinking. Like you are almost in a sense watching someone else's life. And that's quite powerful. That's why I really do like this anthology series. Um, you know, everything that you said, I 100% agree with. Um, but just hitting that more like these anthology series, I think are important to watch because, you know, kind of coming out of it, you get this wider perspective on like what other people may go through and what like what it is they go through, how they're feeling, uh, ultimately how they overcome it too. So uh, really enjoy it. If they made another one, I would definitely watch it again. Um, and I really like how they vary the stories up between the other ones. Like if, if you watch Modern Love Mumbai, these stories were all almost 100% unique. Um, and I think they did it pretty well, other than the very predictable nature of it. Absolutely. There's actually some varied tonation in all of them too. Like about that rustle in the bushes was about two people meeting on a matrimonial site and it's hilarious and like finding your penguin, it's hilarious. But then there's like the one that was like fuzzy purple and full of thorns and my unlikely pandemic partner, which are on the deeper side. So at least there's like varied emotions. And I highly, I personally recommend that you watch all of them just because they all have some kind of like small message that probably everyone can relate to. However, will you realistically like all of them? Not really. Did all of us realistically like all of them? No, we didn't. Hence why we did not give it a perfect 10 out of 10, but you should definitely still check it out because it is now available on Prime.